0: solar, bathroom renovations, kitchen renovations, anything like that, head across to wiki forward slash pod for podcast. wiki forward slash pod for podcast. Book in a conversation. It is game changing. If I had a dollar for every time I've had a client of mine tell me that they're terrified of leaving a review or a video, even just picking up their phone, their camera, and recording something they're doing on site, I would have a lot of dollars in the piggy bank. Now, it's a fear that many of us have. And it's a fear because we fabricate it. It's a fabricated fear. There's no difference in you talking to a friend about something that you've done than there is to you talking to your phone about something that you've done. The point being that we need to overcome these fears. And if we want to get good at telling our story, and like it or not, guys, we are in the education space. Your customers are coming for you for information, for information, and you've got to give it to them. So... There's no longer, you can't make that excuse anymore. Oh, I'm I'm not comfortable in front of the camera. It just doesn't fly anymore. All you got to do is pull your phone out and start recording. And it's a skill. You get better at it. So today I am, you're joining us for the third part, third and final part of the Mastering Storytelling series that I am conducting with a couple of our co-hosts, Dan and Danny, who are Australian celebrity tradies. You might know them from television shows like The Block or Healthy Homes Australia. They are also members over at the Tradymate Pro platform where they are basically teaching this, exactly. They're teaching guys how to be comfortable in front of the camera and teaching you how to better communicate your story. This is a fantastic series, guys. And if you've missed the first two, please go check them out. Because the first one was all about laying foundations of content. The next one was about creating a strategy and a plan. And in this episode, we're tying it all together with overcoming your content creation fears and getting it done. So that's what this episode is all about, guys. And I know it's going to ring home, ring true to a lot of you. Please, I look forward to hearing your feedback and your comments. And I know a lot of you guys have had experience with this, so I'd love to hear more about it. Please head across to the Facebook group or wherever you see this post come out and leave a comment. Let us know what your experience is, because I know for sure my experience is that a lot of our customers are terrified of it. I was terrified of it initially, and now I've sort of over... Through doing this podcast, I suppose, I've become more and more comfortable with hearing my own voice and seeing myself on camera. But it wasn't always that way. So the point being there is it's a skill and you can learn it. Anyway, that's all from me. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys enjoy this series. Again, I look forward to hearing your comments and I look forward to speaking to you over in the community. Ciao. Today's podcast has been proudly brought to you by Tradie Web Guys. Guys work with tradespeople only on their websites and marketing solutions to help them stand out from their competition. Everything from web design through to SEO, search engine marketing, content creation, you name it, guys. It is a customized solution for trade-based organizations and it's fantastic. Head across to tradiewebguys.com.au forward slash apply, fill in the form and let's have a conversation giving tradies and contractors around the globe
1: the tools to run a modern business. You're listening to Toolbox Talks from The SiteShed. Shed.
0: Now, here's your host, Matt Jones. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to The siteshed Shed Podcast. My name is Matt, and you're joining us for the third and final episode in the series that I'm conducting with Dan and Danny. Guys, welcome back. Uh, thank Hi. you thank you dan and danny you are from reddoorproject.com.au. door build your builders down in melbourne you're also you feature on television shows such as the block and healthy homes australia you guys are joining us in this series here to talk a little bit about mastering storytelling Been an interesting conversation so far we've capitalized on how to lay the right foundations when we're talking about content creation in the last episode we spoke about the actual strategy and the plan and how you and, and danny you even gave us a A visual representation of what yours looks like, which was, which was awesome. And this episode, we're going to talk about, in my experience, the one thing that most, most people out there, the biggest objection that I get when I've talked to people about creating content is, I I hate being in front of the camera. I'm afraid. I don't like, I'm terrible in photos. I hate the sound of my own voice blah 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 this is something that i think is going to be extremely relatable to everyone out there so i'm really looking forward to diving further obviously like running from running a digital agency we are i'm forever asking guys for content because we want to build it out on the websites and we you know i always say to them if we have content we can use it if we don't have it we can't use it, it it's often a bit of a battle to be honest i'm um, even sometimes getting photos back is a, is a battle let alone let alone you know, when I'm asking them to do a tutorial on something they've done on on an interesting project or even just a walkthrough on (laughs) something interesting that they've done. And it's amazing because, like, some of these guys, like, oh, if you saw some of the projects that these guys are doing, like, especially in Sydney where you've got so many amazing, you know, icons and, you know, guys doing work on the Opera House and Centrepoint Tower and, you know, building Barangaroo and all these amazing things, like, if, if they could just Overcome that fear of, or, and that obstacle, which is, to be fair, fabricated, and and just get it done. Like it would be a formidable bit of content. That's certainly been my experience. Like when I started all this, I I wasn't I was never comfortable in front of the camera. Didn't necessarily like talking, although many people would probably argue that. But it is something that you learn, right? Like you, it's a yeah. skill. You okay. improve it. So Dan, I'd love to have your experience because I mean, you're a tradie. You're used to swinging hammers and. And, you know, now you're the James Dean of carpentry. Oh, so.
1: James
0: <laughs> James. Oh, <we>. wow.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I guess that first and foremost, everyone out there, I was that tradie who was in fear of being on the camera. And it goes all the way back to filming my sister filming Danny and I on a handheld sort of, what was it, a the camera. Camera, a camera,
2: yeah. Applied a handy
1: camera. Just a handicap and this was yeah. to apply for the block so hardly anyone was going to see it and i've never felt more awkward in my life <laughs> but we were determined to get on the block so we finished filming in about four or five hours the next day was <laughs> the hardest was to watch myself and hear myself back and that yeah, was
2: you kept on talking about is that is that how i really how I sound,
1: sound? Yeah. And i really struggled with that the and then we actually sort of found ourselves getting onto the block And that fear kind of went away. I don't know why. It took about two hours. There was big cameras in front of us while you're sort of working. Now, there was two ways to sort of control that. I thought I could pretend that the camera's there and get real nervous and shaky and bugger up. I could just block it out. And for me at that stage, I just tried to block everything else out. I just pretended I was on site by myself doing what I normally do. And that sort of helped control the fear or whatever it is that was trying to enter my mind. And that's pretty much how I learned. These days I could have two or three cameras while I'm working and it would just be, I wouldn't even worry about it. Because at the end of the day, all it is is one big black machine on one other's person's shoulder. Don't think about anything else but the guy holding the camera. There's just one other person in you there at that time or there maybe two other people. There
2: isn't a million people on the other end of it watching.
1: <laughs> and, and to be honest, like sometimes if I go on live television or live radio, I block out who's watching or how many people are listening yep. and I just think about the two or three hosts I'm talking to and it's just a conversation between all of us. Because I, the minute you start thinking about everything else is when you start to panic. I
0: know, Danny, we've spoken about this in in another conversation about the difference between... You know, being on camera and and like presenting in front of thousands of people, yeah, and like, there's a big difference <laughs> when you're live and, when you're live in front of those people. Like, it, it's yeah. quite daunting. But at the end of the day, like you just said, Dan, when you're recording a video, and especially if it's a video that you're putting out on your Instagram channel or your Facebook channel, like, first of all, if you don't like it, you can delete it. Delete it. Yep. Yeah. Se- second of all, it you're all you're doing is talking to a phone. And I think you just capitalise on something, Dan, which I think is really important. And I've mentioned this to a few guys and it's made a really big difference to them in the past. It's when you're talking about, like if I said to you, okay, I want you to go and and do a video, Dan, on the life of Gandhi. Like you're going to shit yourself because you don't know anything about Gandhi, right? (laughs) Just (laughs)
1: it.
0: But if I said to you, I want you to go and do a video on, you know, pitching roofs, Right. Yeah. It's what you do. It's what you do for a living. You're an expert at it. Like, you could yeah. talk all day on this kind of thing. Yeah. So I think, like, understanding that effectively all you're doing is talking to a camera about stuff that you know and are extremely good at, it, it's, not, it's not as daunting as it might seem. Yeah,
1: exactly right. Exactly. And like you just said, Matt, I mean, if you bugger it up once, go again. Try, if you don't want to do it that day, try again the next day. Yeah. And you're slowly going to get better and better and more comfortable at it.
2: Yeah. all of this stems from our own egos right and i've been guilty of that and i i can probably try and link it back to something like you know when you you might be on holiday or you're trying to take a photo in some random location might be a selfie or a photo with your partner or you're doing something a bit silly (laughs) yeah right and then some people have no fear doing that because they actually don't care what anyone around them is thinking do you know what because those people around you They don't give a shit about you. They don't know you. They're not going to think about you tomorrow. They're not going to think of doing some ridiculous dance or pose. It's all in our head at the end of the day. So overcoming that is the first hurdle of understanding no one else actually cares that you're doing that or that you might feel a bit silly. That's, That's really it.
0: It is a real fear, though. I mean, like you, I don't know if it's true or not, but you know, we've all heard that saying where you know people the two most feared things in people's lives are are, are falling and and public speaking, <laughs> and, oh. and falling second. You know, they'd rather be, or, or death. They'd rather be they'd rather be dead than yeah. speak yeah, yeah, publicly.
2: That's me. I hate public speaking. I can right. talk on a panel if I'm really I know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a topic that I'm passionate about, or it's a group discussion. Love it, love that, but. Get me up as a keynote in front of people and I I will be okay in the moment, but leading up to it, I'll be a mess. I just can't do it. So I choose not to put myself in those situations because it's, it doesn't benefit me mentally and emotionally. So that is <laughs> something to consider Dep- when you are doing <laughs> content creation.
1: Depends on what you're talking about. I mean, if, if no. I could get up and no. talk about building to a thousand people. It wouldn't bother me.
0: Yeah,
1: It's there's something you're, you're talking a, about what it, you know.
0: Yeah. It's a fabricated fear, Danny. Again, like you, yeah.
1: you it is. yeah. Like
0: you're talking yourself into something that yeah. you shouldn't necessarily be afraid of. Yeah. Not to say that it's right or wrong. It's just the yeah. reality. It's part of being it's human. We all do it,
2: and it's always a rush. And I'm always glad that I do it, but I know that it causes me quite a significant amount of anxiety. So when creating content and trying to get over that hurdle around it and the ego, what it's telling you, I think you really need to think about what it is that you might do better and what you have to actually bring to the table so for me i know that i get really really wound up and anxious around something like a keynote like i've just said but i can stand in front of a camera when it's not live no one else is watching and talk about something that i feel really strongly about like we're talking to you now so you know i find that really quite easy to do i just pretend that i'm talking to somebody who's really cares about what I have to say and is equally passionate about what I have to say. So pick pick the delivery. Pick yeah. your delivery method. Pick you know, your preferred delivery method of what you think or know that you might be better at. And,
0: and, and so, Dan, like when, when... So I was getting started with all this, like obviously like overcoming that initial fear, which you've just spoken about, but then looking beyond that, okay? So now we're going to say... Let, let's just say for you, take for granted that all the listeners and viewers out there... We've convinced them. They're like, okay, fine. It's just a phone. It's just a black object. I can talk to it. I'm good at what I do. I know I'm good at what I do. I can talk to my friend about it. I can talk to my phone about it. It's as simple as that. Yep. How do you go about, I suppose, in, in order to keep yourself from you know, not, not screwing up? like what are some tactics and what are some things that you've learned over the years? And I'm, and I'm sure this is always a, a journey as well. It's never a destination, yep. but what are some of the things that you, you've, you've been able to employ over the years that have helped you with that side of things?
1: Great question. Now I'm going to give an example. If I get, it never happens very rarely. If I get a script to do on the block, I absolutely crumble. All I right. can get a page, read it, and then say it to camera. So what I do or what most people do is you take the key points from that page that you have to get across and then just simply put it into your own words. Yeah. Yeah. That is how you're gonna get through anything. What it'll tell the story what you're trying to say. And I think And that's very, very important because yeah, if I have to read a whole script, I'm done. Scott can, he can read three pages and he can nail it word for word. Really? I've got yeah. no idea how he can do it. And wow. actually, Danny's very good at that right now as well.
2: Yeah, yeah. So I can I can definitely look at a script, take its key points and generally nail, nail, nail that script. But I wow. think that's where you need to link it back to your own business. So mm-hmm. when you are delivering or creating content, say if it's from behind a camera, choose a topic that you could talk about for four days. You know, we know, we know how to build stuff and we can talk about that to anybody. Pick a topic about it, Talk about design or architecture or building a structure and we could talk about a million different topics within that for days on end but give me something about something i don't really know much about and i'm gonna crumble. i'm gonna crumble behind so
0: me. with that in mind is that part of your process is, is you say okay well in this bit of content or in this piece like this sub um, series of content we're going to break down every video every recording every post or whatever into bite-sized chunks where we're going to be talking about abc so and so and then you you stick to that you know what you're gonna be talking about in that so then it's it just makes it easy
1: just, just simplify it i mean yep. an example again was last year on the block i had to talk about solar panels getting diverted to a battery right and it was so technical the script i could not nail it so what i had to do is just break it down into three key points and then i put it into my own words and it came across so much better yeah. and the actual supplier loved how i Put it in my own voice, deliver it. I, but I mean it in and my own way, and they all wrapped with that.
0: And let's and I think that's really important. Like I know just through having having guests on the show before, like some of them really love a script, yeah. and I refuse to do scripts on a podcast because this conversation and it should be a conversation. And when it, you can tell when something is scripted, like I, we've done it a couple of times, and it was terrible. Yeah, but I think that's really important. Like to understand that, like. To, in, in part of overcoming that fear, it's yeah. saying, "Okay, well, I, it's okay for me to do this in my own voice. I don't, yeah. I don't. It doesn't need to be polished. No right. one's expecting it to be polished. I'm a builder. I'm a yeah. plumber. Like, no one's expecting, you know, Brad Pitt. Like, so, or real that way. Yeah. And people
1: will relate to it more if you put it in your own language.
0: Absolutely,
1: being yeah. too polished.
2: And I think that also kind of lends nicely into knowing your worth and knowing what your business actually has to offer." You know, a lot of people downplay what it is that they have to offer and they don't give themselves enough credit. And I'm like, stuff that. What you're doing is bloody mm-hmm. amazing. Yep. Don't tell yourself short. Be confident in what you're offering because you'll never have a successful business if you don't genuinely believe that you've got a good product. And that's
0: a very, very good point. And Absolutely. I think something that most people, and certainly in my experience, They've got the blinkers on with what it is they're actually doing. And they think, oh, I'm just building houses, you know, instead of transforming lives, you know?
2: Yeah. You are creating a whole dream. You know, I remember Dan telling me years ago when he was doing his builder's license, there was a correlation between like a surgery, saving someone's life on a table. Dan's building the house that that surgeon lives in.
1: Right. That's
2: putting (laughs) stuff into context about how important it is about what we're doing for Mm -hmm living and for the people that we're working and that for.
1: goes down to the sub trades. you're part yeah. of that creation all
2: part of whether that.
1: you're the concrete or the plasterer the painter the carpenter yeah.
2: and that's part you're of all it.
1: part of this big process to create someone's dream so you are yeah. very important at what you do
2: and one of the things that we're really trying to change we're trying to change that narrative for the general population because i feel like at the moment there's what we do and what tradespeople do is seriously undervalued. Mm-hmm. And that comes into play where margins are constantly questioned, often by clients around what we can actually make, because we run a very, very tight ship and we one thing goes wrong and it could really affect us. So you really need to overcome that and focus on what you're doing and what you have to deliver and know your worth.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, off track here. I think. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, yeah. I kind of agree with what Danny's saying. Like, if you really understand, you know, your value, you understand what, what position you are, what ex- how much of an expert you are in something, then that that's a big fear, you know, remover.
1: Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. all of a
0: sudden, you, are, oh, hang on, I am talking about something that I'm an expert at.
1: Yep.
0: People are going to listen to this.
1: Make it till you make it. Well, I think if you've already got a business up and running, you're already pretty good at what you do. Yeah, You're, you're above the other person who just right. wants to rock up from 7 to 3.30 and get instructed. You're already putting yourself out there. You're trying to run a small business. Right. You're giving it a go. So why not get in front of the camera and put yourself more out there?
2: Or why and- not talk really confidently about that in an online forum or on your social media page? or. Talk to the world about how great you are and how great your business is on your website. How's anyone going to know otherwise?
0: Yeah, and that's, that's, a, that's a good point, I suppose. Like, like Dan, you were just saying, effectively, you've already done the hard bit. You set up a yeah. business. You've probably been to a startup stage where you had no money. Yeah. Like, now talking about the amazing projects that you deliver should be the easiest yeah. thing to do, right?
1: The fun part because yeah. you're showing what you're, right. what you're doing. It's you know The best thing is when Danny and the, and the girls... Do a photo shoot when they come back and show what we've created over the last twelve months. It's yeah, special. Yeah, It is quite an exciting time of the process.
0: Yeah, yeah. One of the big things that a lot of the guys have troubles with, especially, is and to be fair, it's sort of a double edged sword because when you're trying to ask a client if you like, if they do a testimonial for you, often yeah. they're quite afraid of the camera as well. So then you've got you that's afraid, they're that's afraid, and yeah, yeah. you can turn into a shitstorm. <laughs> What's your experience with that? Because um, I know a lot of the guys out there, I mean, I'm always saying, get a video testimony. And they're like, yeah, I tried, couldn't get it. Well, I'm sure they didn't try. They're just telling me they did.
1: Yeah. I think the thing with that is, everyone's going to be nervous and very stiff for the first five, ten minutes. Everyone's going to be, oh, oh what do we say? But then eventually, everyone's going to start and loosen up. You know what? Maybe have a beer and a glass of wine. Get everyone a bit relaxed just before it. And then the conversation will start flowing and you'll get better content as. Yeah, you know, the longer the conversation goes. Yeah,
2: we've actually really found that candid content is some of the most engaging content that we produce. So, what does that mean? So when when it's in the moment, or there's a bit of a mistake that happens, and everyone's giggling or laughing or a bit nervous, because people can relate to that, because that's how people actually feel every day. Authenticity is so key. Creating an authentic brand, and then developing authentic content is one of the best things you can do for your business there's no one's gonna believe you if you've got everyone standing Oh, red door project they were so great they delivered my project under budget and on time no one cares about that no one believes that because it's not believable I wouldn't believe that if I was watching it I'd say they probably got actors in to do that so creating Those, if it's for reviews, for example, I'm already thinking about ways that we could do that with a job that we're kind of gearing up to hand over in the next month. You know, our clients are really fun. They've got two beautiful boys. The boys are going to be running through the house. They've already said how much they love this room. And I love those green tiles. Oh, this is going to be my room. Yeah, we're going to have bunks together because this room is so great. That's the stuff that... I wanna hear, I wanna see, because it's real, for starters, and it's authentic, and you don't have to have people posing. You don't have to pose in front of the camera as a builder or a plumber. But
1: if they are a bit nervous and stiff, like you, you're gonna have to coach them into this.
2: Potentially, you know, but I think that's also around the using the right people <laughs> to produce that kind of content. Get one of your chippies there, or, or whoever there. Whoever they know. Filming, filming you. Do a walkthrough with the client That's that's real and in the moment. Yeah. A lot of that content is going to be really, really valuable to to use. You might have to edit it a little bit, but there'll be such good gold nuggets in there that will be really, really beneficial for you. I think
0: it kind of ties back to what we were saying before about, like, you know, we can talk about being the experts because we are. Like, they can talk about being happy with the project because they are. Like, they've got this amazing new house that you just built for them and... If you can find a way to capture that without it being awkward and like just having a camera, like, can you just talk into the phone and tell me how good it is? Go. (laughs) Of course, people are going to buckle when you do that.
2: Yeah, Yeah. exactly. You have to make it really just comfortable for the types of people. Think about where you're your most comfortable and, and where you can feel most comfortable talking about something that you love talking about. Everyone else has that has that as well
1: and if you are if you'd still as a builder have a lot of fear of the camera what about on handover day when you're walking the clients through and showing them how everything works and how how great everything is yes. have someone film that yes. a yeah. little bit back from where you know they're three or four steps behind secret you
2: secret camera i mean
1: that could be that's very that'd be quite engaging oh
2: it'd be such good content just wear they're
1: a gopro oh,
2: gopro <Yeah>.
1: Or oh, yeah. Yeah. just know, big brother style throughout the house, there's little cameras everywhere. Yeah.
2: Sample of, of content that, that we could have gathered from this particular job, which I think is a really good takeaway. So. Little kids love big trucks and big mm. equipment and stuff. So, you know, we have a client who lives across the road from, from their site and the little boys get out in their builder's costumes, <laughs> they sit on the front fence, they watch the big thing delivered <laughs> and they ask where Builder Dan is.
1: Yeah, yeah. That
2: stuff is so cute. And we it published is. some stuff on our stories and got the best feedback. It's just so wholesome and authentic yep. and day-to-day stuff. And that is yep. so easy to capture.
0: Beautiful. All right. Well, this has been great guys. I suppose in terms of I, I, my lessons here in overcoming content is if you can create a strategy, create a plan yep. when you're going into it, it keeps you on track and it keeps you less in the less, you've got less chance of getting clammed up and yep. getting awkward in front of the camera. Second of all, at the end of the day, like you said, Dan, it's just a black device it's sitting on a little tripod or it's leaning up against a wall or whatever. Like, don't be afraid of it. It's fine. Yep. And thirdly, you're an expert. If you're the expert at what you do, which you are and you should be, then at the end of the day, it's no different talking to the camera than it is talking to, you know, your customer and explaining to your customer what you're doing. Explain to the camera what you're going to be doing. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. It's as simple as... It
0: sounds so simple, but it actually is that simple.
2: And I think one thing to really remember, if it's not working or if it doesn't work, it's actually not failure. It's refinement. This is a journey and a learning experience, and you will find your group. All you have to do is start.
0: Why don't we throw a challenge out there to the listeners and viewers and say, yeah. uh, head across to the Facebook group over at the shed. And post a video. So post us a content video in the group. You can tag me. You can tag Dan. You can tag Danny. And there you go. You can post it. You record it on your phone. Stick it in the group. We can all have a look at it. We can make fun of you. We can refine it. We can whatever. Tell you how good it is. Yeah. Yeah. It will help you overcome a fear of actually getting it done. And I reckon there's probably going to be about five to ten people that will actually do this. So let's see who will. All right.
2: I want to hear what you're passionate about. (laughs) (laughs) Guys,
0: this has been awesome. It's been a great conversation. I really appreciate the time. Dan, I know you are absolutely flat out at the moment recording with the block. Danny, I know you're even probably more flat out running the business while Dan's off on holiday. (laughs) But guys, (laughs) I really. Not on
2: a holiday, so. Still Still (laughs) getting 100 calls from me. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So, guys, I really appreciate the time. Thank you very much. It's been an awesome series, and uh, that's pretty much wrapped up this topic of mastering storytelling for the listeners of viewers out there dan and danny are experts over at TradingMate pro which is a business coaching and mentoring program for tradespeople, they're coming on to teach more about what you've just heard so it's going to be a fantastic resource for you guys really getting good at telling your story and getting it out there getting your story out there to your customers potential customers so on and so forth guys really glad to have you involved with that and guys if you've got any questions if if there's anything you're not sure about by all means hit us up in the facebook group that's what it's there for it's there to be you know for a conversation so when you see this podcast come out if you have anything we haven't covered off if there's anything we haven't covered off on or anything you want more explanation on. By all means, just ask the question. The guys are always, the guys will be in the group. They'll be willing to answer. I'm sure. So let's wrap that up, guys. Thank you very much once again. We look forward to working with you again in the in the future. We'll see you over at TradingMate Pro. Thank
2: Thanks, you. Matt. Thank you. See
0: ya. You, so, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Toolbox Talks. If you're liking what you hear, then you can head across to thesiteshed where you can join our community by signing up to our toolbox talks, uh, you'll get sent a weekly notification, which is basically a highlight of everything that we've spoken about during that week, along with any other industry news that may be relevant or specific to the trades. If you're enjoying the show, you can head across to iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, where you can leave us a review. Uh, That would be fantastic, and all the reviews get read out in the show. Uh, Likewise, if you have any friends or colleagues that you think would benefit from the show and the, the episodes that we create, then please go ahead and share it with them. please head across to tradey.wiki forward slash pod for podcasts. It's tradeywiki forward slash pod for podcasts. It will be well worth the conversation. And I can't wait to chat with you. Ciao.